This is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com. And you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday the 11th of March, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Dexa. I am Gwenora. And I'm Grail. You are the world! Oh. No. Throwbacks to weird things. I was going to say having a flashback moment, huh? Twitch. Throw the ball! Throw the ball! Throw the ball! The nice lady brought, on one hand, she brought beer. Yes. On the other hand... You should keep her. It's in a bottle of color. It's his choice. (laughs) Funny, I get that from my girlfriend all the time, too. It's the color, the bottle is the color of Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, it looks like a Pepto bottle. Yes. Sorry, guys. So I'm conflicted on this. Well, I mean, it smells. Yeah, but it smells fantastic. You don't have to look at the bottle now. The bottle's gone. This is true. The the bottle is nothing but a bad memory. Yeah, there is no Dana only. There is no bottle. Yeah, this is not the bottle. This is not the bottle you are looking for. So yeah, this is the Voodoo Donuts Maple Bacon Beer by by Rogue Brewing Company. By Rogue Brewing Company. Now, if anyone has has watched Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations, sure, you've seen the. Hi, Gwen. Hi. How about that mute button? <laughs> the one that works quite nicely, actually. Uh, you've seen from the Portland, Portland from episode, yeah. yeah, yeah, of the uh, Voodoo Donuts. And on a lark, he tastes this. It's basically a maple long john with two strips of crispy bacon on it. Right. He says, well, I'll, I'll taste this for the camera. He's like, holy bleep. Yeah, and then he inhales it. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny to watch. I just took a bite of this it's to like, be nice. Just trying this, huh? This is... Amazing. Amazing. And yeah. then later in the episode, they have him come back in their clothes, and he's like, Jones in for his hit. I need my maple bacon. <laughs> yes, he does. It was really funny. 
So, man. so this is a beer that has been brewed in honor of the maple bacon donut from Voodoo Donuts. Yes. I can smell it from here, actually, now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah I know. Fragrant. So can I. So before we continue on to the beer tasting section of our show, yeah. we need to tell people what section we're in. Tangents are kind of a big deal. Tangents are indeed kind of a big deal. Absolutely. And if you're joining us in Internet Relay Chat, and you should be because live listeners are the good listeners... Because I just drove away all of our podcast listeners because I fail. <laughs> our producer in the IRC, the one and only Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. Okay, the entire table of broadcasters. <laughs> we kind of sway. We do our chair dance. We're doing a little when chair we, dancing. We play that drop in. Put on the Barry White. That ain't right, kids. <laughs> we are maybe indeed, not. Maybe not. But it's funny. We are. Are you smoking? But anyway. No, we're not. We're really? in Kaylee we beer. Were, we were all just chair dancing to Barry White, okay? <laughs> because um, Barry White is awesome. Yeah. Barry White is indeed awesome. Uh, but, yeah. So, Daxa. Yes. Where did you come across this uh, creation that you brought to us for sampling? Well, for our last party, which yeah. was, which one? Super Bowl? Super Bowl-ish. Super Bowl football type party. Um, birthday party, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> That would be me, I think. So anyway, for that party, we purchased um, quite a lot of beer, and one of them that caught my eye at Bethmo, Bethmo. Bethmo. was this one. So I went ahead and purchased it, and then we forgot to actually drink it. Yeah. So Nothing wrong with that. Nope. So their so. loss is your gain. Oh, God, that smells good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Try and picture this. A beer that... Stop trying to drink it. <laughs> Stop talking so I can drink it's it. It's almost yeah. time. Uh, that smells like a maple long john with a, just a hint of bacon. With two pieces of bacon on the yeah. top. Um, so, cheers. 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 The drinking light Hells ting, 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 is ting. blindingly on. Oh, big reach. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. We got it. Kanpai. Boom. Oh, that is wacky. That is an interesting flavor. I like it. I wouldn't call it beer. No. That's really good. I like that. That's different. Yeah. I don't know if I could drink the whole bottle of it. And it is a large. That is a. Yeah. It's a large bottle. It's not your average 12 ounce beer bottle. It's a like a 24 ounce beer bottle. Do you bottle. feel like you just inhaled smoke? Like someone yeah. Been, yeah. That's the smokiness of the bacon. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. The aftertaste uh-huh. is all about the bacon. Yeah. It's very yeah. smoky. Up front, it's all maple. Mm-hmm. And the nose is all maple. But, but then afterwards, there's the a aftertaste smoky is, aftertaste. is the smoky bacon. Mm. I, I see what they were shooting for. I'm not it's sure if different. it's I'm not sure if it's possible to encapsulate. I like it, I like yeah. it too. I'm yeah. just not sure that it really is the same as eating a maple bacon donut, which one day I will do. I will travel. No, no, I don't think it's that. I will yeah. travel to Portland, Oregon and I will have the maple bacon donut. Absolutely. From Voodoo Donuts. Apparently I win because Daxa just gave me I hers. don't care for it. Oh, okay. I don't care for beer to begin with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll stick with my strongbow. Yeah. It it tastes weird. Yeah, it just tastes different. What it's, say you, Thumbelina? Come over here and speak into the it microphone. It tastes like here. beer, and it she doesn't like beer, like beer so oh, yeah. Come here. we're not going to have it. Pay no attention to the time. Barry talks behind the curtain. Oh, that is, that is no, a talk into the microphone. Speak into the microphone. Speak Thumbelina, the microphone. we demand it. Here. Oh, wait. Okay. What? Damn give, you all. Give, give that to your husband. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'll take okay. this one. Okay. So, a reminder, uh, as you maybe... 
you may be more beer for me. More beer for for Quinora. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just what the world needs. More beer for Quinora. At yeah. one a.m. today, right? Most of the United States went on daylight saving time. Yeah. Yes. The EU and the UK, whatever, have not yet gone on. So you may be tuning it. In, I was going to say, does that mean we're very European? I guess because yes, Arizona doesn't play that. <laughs> oh, we don't play that game. We're the most European show on VTW Productions. We're rogues, is what it is. Yes, mm-hmm. yes we are. Yeah, and sure. drinking, drinking rogue, exactly. Rogue. <laughs> so, yeah. and I have to say this just because I can. So for the next couple of weeks, you UK and EU people. Your tuning in times are going to be weird in relation to what's posted on our front page because you don't do DST for, I think, another two weeks. So just be aware of the time paradox behind the curtain, as, as Barry Von Awesome puts it, and know that it's going to be strange. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie to you guys. It's going to get it's a little get weird. weird. It won't get weird, Mama. Two, two dragons. dragons. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Oh, it was God. the remake of Starsky and Hutch. Will Ferrell has this cameo where he's this weird inmate in prison, and Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson's character go to visit him, and he has this whole thing. He has this whole thing about dragons. He keeps making Owen Wilson act like this dragon to, for him to give up information about this <laughs> drug deal going okay. on. And so he does this whole thing, and then finally they're like, "Okay, well, give us the name of the guy." And he goes, "All right, boys, I'm not. Gonna, I'll give it to you. I like you, boys, especially you." But it's gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to get, get a little weird. weird. Two, Two dragons. dragons. <laughs> and then you see a little, later on they get in trouble and you see them both acting out like together. Yeah. <laughs> it's really such funny. a weird scene. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking of Austin Powers where uh, Dr. Evil and Frau Farline or Vismo get yeah. together and later they're at the cafeteria and they're it got weird, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it got weird. It <laughs> got, got weird, weird, Mama. Right. Uh, like that sanitizer we were reading yesterday at that sugar place. <laughs> <laughs> they had this hand sanitizer okay. with like little blurbs on it. And, and, oh. and their names were different. So on the front of it, yeah. their names were different. And one of them was like, was that slutty? Was that slutty? Yeah. <laughs> And then they'd have little things on the back, you know, and it was, oh, your hands are clean and your conscience is pure or something. Your your hands are clean and your conscience is cleaner or something like that. And it was, the other really, one... was really funny. Yeah. Wasn't the other one like, stay the F home, a-hole? Yeah. Way to go, yeah. a-hole. Yeah. That's good. If I say the following things, will you go home? Yeah. If I said you oh. had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Oh, a sinus thing. Yeah, I've been hearing that's been going around or you know, yeah. stuff like that. It was really <laughs> funny stuff. I had a button there and it said, everything's good, and then something itches. Yes. <laughs> it's all good, and then something, something itches. itches. <laughs> yeah, they had refrigerator magnets that were like epic level. Awesome. It was really funny. Absolutely. This is the place that's filled with candy. Yeah. I have to take you into this place. We have to go. We ha- I have to take you in. They have a hundred and fifty dollar gummy bear. I kid you not. Is that how two, much that thing was? The two, the two, the foot, two foot tall. Yeah, one hundred and forty nine nine. You're kidding. Yeah. Of course, we were thinking. Okay, how much drunken gummy? Bears? How much? How much vodka would it take <laughs> to make a drunken gummy bear out of that? They had them like this too. They're like yeah. six inches, four inches, six inches tall. Yeah, so wrong. Yeah, it was like okay, how much? Uh, yeah, that boggled the mind. It was well, pretty funny. Hey, I had help. Actually, she started it. <laughs> well, during the as Super I Bowl point, party. Shocking. As I point at Daxa. Uh-huh. Yes, at the Super Bowl party because had you had drunken, drunken gummy bears. Drunken gummy yeah. bears. 
and they were potent. It was like drinking a shot per gummy. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was heavy. It like was heavy. The, du- eating the fruit from Jungle Juice. Yes, yes. exactly yeah. what it was like. It was heavy duty stuff. Don't eat the fruit, kids. <laughs> <laughs> or or do depending, yeah, depending on what your goal is. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, well, it depends on the fruit too. Well, I've been having the weird experience of kind of test driving the um, alcohol and sex talks. That I'm eventually going to have with my children one day and my niece. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, this is the 16-year-old? Yeah, the one yes. uh-huh. who's been in our primary child care. Um, we need to come up with a name for her. She has one. So, Savior? Oh, oh yeah, no, I mean that we can oh! use on air like everybody else has. Um, <laughs> she who will be warped? I don't know. I'm <laughs> but doing the... Um, trying to describe just, just alcohol in, in general terms to her. And the... The problem that people fall into where they go with the typical American approach, which is, if some is good, more must be better. And that really doesn't work with alcohol. No, no, not really. (laughs) Yeah, some makes you feel pretty good. Immediately going for lots more is just a one-way ticket to barfing your shoes out of You would not be surprised if you saw your shoes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's called having a good time. Bill Cosby for the win. (laughs) Moving on. So, the... Beer tasting that we just did live on the air here on Versus the World Productions. Don't, the, do, don't do drugs, kids. By the way, Barry does not know what drunken gummy bears are. <gasps> I know, seriously. What a sheltered uh, life. There's a couple of us to who have explained it to him. Ah, uh, who is the other one? Oh, oh yeah, Grail, Grail and I both got it. So the call-in topic of the day descends directly from the tasting that we just did at, at uh, Dax's mm-hmm. encouragement. Yes. Yes. We would like to hear from you. Uh, unique and interesting varietal beverages that you might be uh, entertained to hear us do a live tasting on the air in the future. Yeah, we'll accept beers, mixed drinks, but stuff that obviously we're interested in things not from this region. Cause... Right. Now, we do have access to a Total Wine and More and a BevMo, which does give us a decent selection of some of the rarer stuff. So if you want to email us in suggestions, we'll see what we can come up with. Uh, by way of finding the stuff you suggest. So this will be probably an, an ongoing thing, but you know, today's call-in topic will be we want to hear interesting beverages you might be entertained to hear us taste, or just tell us stories of things you were served and maybe not warned about what you were about to drink. Yes. Um, or something that looked good on paper and then went horribly wrong when you actually tasted it. Yes. Um, so that is today's call-in topic. So think about that and warm up your suggestions. And also, for future shows, just send an email to ch at vtwproductions.com with suggestions of stuff we should try and find from our local Total Wine and or BevMo and have it on standby for future tastings and rendering of <laughs> opinions yeah. live on the air. Yeah. Or something you've always wanted to try but never have had... And one, 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 to be that pig. We will throw ourselves <laughs> on the grenade. Exactly. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with uh, our grand plan for today, which has been revised slightly. But on the stove over there is uh, the brew pot, which is full of. Two gallons of water and 15 pounds of honey right now. <laughs> Which he had to, like, scoop out because it was yep. so solid. Pussar's, Pussar's about to be very happy it with it. It came out in the shape of a gumdrop. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, actually. The, it was pretty yeah, cool. The, um, yeah, honey's been sitting here for a little while. I got a little behind on my own brew schedule. So, yes. Today was a brew day. Uh, the brew time was called to be 
11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the earliest arrival was 11.45. Oh, 11, yes. Looking at like you, that. Granora. We had a busy weekend. Hey, we I had understand. visitors. I got here first. They didn't leave. We had visitors, and they didn't leave till like, 11. Yeah. So. so we will be concluding the brew day after the radio show. We are making a batch of mead from locally sourced honey. Uh, first time I've ever done mead, so God knows how it's going to come out. Cross your fingers, folks. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, at this point, we're just following the recipe and trying to keep everything sanitary, because that's the key to most brewing, is keep the unwanted critters out, so the critters you want to grow do set up shops. Yep. So exactly. If I uh, catch any of you hawking loogies into the fermenter, I will kill you. <laughs> Look at you, Gwinar. Uh, why would I want to do that? Because uh, Pussar would fly all the way it is from that Scandinavian country where she lives and kill me. Yes, but then we get to see Pussar. So this is true. Yeah, when, when, when yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice you. She says, uh, "Let it sit for three months minimum." Oh yes, absolutely. Um, keep the lids tight. We have an airlock. And she says, "You do not capital red flashing neon not want wild yeast infestation." Oh God, no! Which I don't think is going to be a problem. No, is it okay be an issue. to stick. Like your hand in the honey, like <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and just pull off that like for a little bit. <laughs> Who are you? Mm. Do I know you? You just don't see fifteen pounds of honey no. together. No, you just time. no. I totally agree. You just don't. <laughs> this is true. This you kind of wanted to play with it a little. These are you know these are once in a lifetime moments of like oh my god I could just pick up a handful of honey <laughs> and just you just uh, do not see that yeah. Yeah. completely you people are very strange <laughs> <laughs> however we did have just have some amazing honey mead at the Red and Fair yeah Ooh. it's their was... normal Chauncer's variety of honey mead which is always good though I found like stores are, it's becoming harder and harder to find that in stores now yeah so it's nice to have it at the, the Renaissance Fair. So was all the beer and food at the Renaissance Fair. That's always yeah. a good place to go. Well, I mean, you know, because Chaucer's was known way back then for their honeymoon. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> it's like the gal in full chain mail carrying around a latte yesterday. Know, yeah. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> that was quite interesting. All right. <laughs> it's a balance. I kind of <laughs> wish I'd seen that. It was a balance. Or the gelato stand in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, wasn't it right next to, like, the massage chair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing the massage chairs. That was pretty yeah. fun. Oh, jeez. It was, like, really. It was pretty cool. Well, even we went with a couple of our friends, Roback. Roadblock? Roadblock and Palisades, <laughs> and they both picked up outfits while yeah. they were there. However, they got full outfits, like, head to... Almost so. <laughs> because they didn't get any type of footwear, so both of them were wearing gym shoes yeah. with their full, you know, yeah. Renaissance regalia on. So they were Renaissance <laughs> up to their ankles, yeah. and then they yeah. were modern. <laughs> Just looked really funny when you're wearing those little poofy couch pants. Mm-hmm. That looks ridiculous. <laughs> but they looked amazing in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. looks great. I mean, the, the clothes you can get there, obviously, you pay... Definitely a premium for some of it, but there's uh, some really neat things. And though you can tell that now these, especially like the leather workers, Mm -hmm. they love Renaissance, but they're initially a few years ago, you started seeing a lot more influence of pirates Mm -hmm. and that came more and more. And now you're seeing steampunk. Oh yeah. It's becoming a bigger thing. Even though it's a Renaissance fair, you're starting to see a lot more steampunk themed things in stores that normally would not have carried that at all. No. So, but I mean, you know, obviously they're there in business, so they are going to try to tailor uh, to all the things the clients (laughs) would want. Exactly. And there was some nice steampunk stuff too. It was some really. Ni- and speaking of steampunk, um, 
Phoenix Comic Con is going to have a steampunk ball. Yes. yes, they are. Yes, they are. So, so all of you in Phoenix, if you want some steampunk gear, go to the Ren Fair. That doesn't make any sense, but I understand. But they have it's a lot where, of it. It's where the bucks are. It's where the stuff is at. <laughs> well, see, I mean, the guy I was telling you about earlier who was the broom maker. Oh, yeah. Once the whole Harry Potter thing happened, he also became a wand maker because uh, that's suddenly what everybody yeah. wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So go with the flow. Exactly. Might as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are indeed capitalists. But we did see some uh, some jousting, which is always fun. Oh, you yeah. know, get to cheer for your bad guy. Mm-hmm. You're always on the bad side. Mm-hmm. So did, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essex was our guy this time, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It was cool. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. They tell us what to like. Black and gold guy. All right. That's Fine. our dude then. We got it. He's the one. Oh, Essex. <laughs> Your name sounds like sex. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I said. I said rearrange the letters. It's awesome. Bang. <laughs> Done. <laughs> exactly. Bang indeed. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we got to see uh, quite a few things. I mean, obviously the Ren Fair is usually a good time out here. It. It plays really well out here, and it's the reason why they stay for a couple months. Because I've been to a Ren Faire type medieval time thing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, spring in Chicago is wet <laughs> <laughs> and muddy. And my one memory of a Renaissance Fair as a kid was it was just coming covered in mud because mm-hmm. it was just sloshing around these you know, dirt fields that had turned into uh, yeah, a pigsty. And so the first time so I came, very realistic, very realistic. Of- yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, you definitely felt like you were in the Renaissance, and you mm-hmm. kind of went, "I don't want to go back to that time." Yeah. <laughs> this time sucked. I think I have the bubonic plague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the benefit of Arizona is, in fact, and this year in particular, I mean, what we laughably referred to as winter this year. Yeah. yeah. My God, it's it's already into the high eighties these days. Yeah. I was going to say, you do realize that what that means? I have to buy a new car a lot sooner than I wanted to. Yeah. Yep. I was no air limping, limping along on no air conditioning, thinking, "Yeah, oh, I'll make it through the winter, and then you know, in the spring, we'll, yeah, I will, I will be accelerating that full uh, purchase there." Mm. <sighs> well, you know, you can come car shopping with me. Yay! Yay! It's the best oh, thing. God, I can't read this anymore. What are you reading? The title of the thread is "Let There Be Pony." <laughs> On the MWO website. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I can think of which clan I'm going to be shooting at first. <laughs> <laughs> clan pony? Clan pony. Yeah. It's the Aerodoni, Aerodoni light pony. <laughs> oh, God. Taking one of the best units, best mercenary units of all time, the Aerodoni, all Aerodoni light horse, and turning it into the Aerodoni light pony. I see epic battles between the Aerodoni, because there is actually a, a merc guild out there, a Merc Corp out there that is the Aerodoni Light Horse, mm. and they are not happy. I've been on their, <laughs> I've been on their thread, and they are not happy about the Aerodoni Light Pony. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're acquired. pissed. It's going to be some epic battles right there. I, I want to be a spectator for those. I'm just I- imagining, you know, a Thor with the. Guild, I've got a, I've got a picture of a dragon. The guild tag of Pinkie Pie on it, or something like that. Yeah, oh give me. God. Hang on, let me find it. I got a picture of, of a Pinkie gr- Pie with an auto cannon. I've it's going to be funny because you know the people in that, that Merc group are either going to suck so bad but not care and just gonna, get blown. Or, or they're going to be awesome. really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm. Uh, that's my, that's where I think it's going is they're going to be really good. And then just laughing the mm-hmm. whole yes. time. We are the ponies. We pwned you with our ponies. Oh, the wordplay alone. Oh. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> 
Yep. I can see them doing the whole, you know, incorporating the whole friendship is magic thing into the... (laughs) You're welcome in our herd anytime. Oh, Oh, yeah. Headshot! They're already doing that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's it's disgusting. I'm going to love you so hard. I was just looking at their thread out of morbid curiosity, and I can't... I I got like three pages in, and I couldn't read anymore. I was like, this is disgusting. Love (laughs) delivered by railgun. Directly yes, to cockpit. Pretty much. Hmm. That's about where it's going. There's potential there. There is. It could go a fairly epic place. Yeah. You just gotta you gotta just let it roll. Because uh-huh. the more you rally against it, the more they're gonna be eating it up. Yep. I actually hope they go down the road. I hope they are completely awesome. <laughs> they're completely untouchable and like an entire world of people rallies against it to try to take them down. That's the kind of epic battle that makes games like that even more fun. For mm-hmm. sure. Five clans united against them could not take down the yeah. pony. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it's just... Draconis is in ruins. <laughs> Lido's run for the, you know, back to the inner uh, circle. Or... We love you so much. Jesus. Oh, God. So, in other MechWarrior news, though, now they've actually announced the second MechWarrior game in this year. Yes. Oh, it's a good year for Battletech fans, man. It really is. Which is going to be MechWarrior Tactics, (laughs) which instead of trying to reprise like MechWarrior 2 or even throw back to the old Battletech centers, which I love living in Chicago because we had a Battletech center um, where you're actually in the cockpit piloting your own mech. Now, this is a Tactics is a throwback to the actual tabletop game. It's re-rendered on a PC. Re-rendered on a PC with a full grid. Hexagonal. Hexagonal with, you know, after battle, getting salvage and uh, picking up things. Now, this one is supposed to take place in 3025. 3025. So they're going to have all the classic Macs. Yeah. So So this is pre-clan. Oh, yeah. By 25 years. Okay. Whereas the MechWare Online is actually 30, a year. Yeah, it's it's a year prior. It's 3049. It's a year prior to the clan invasion. Right. So they, they probably plan to have that be an expansion pack of... Yes. Really soon. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I, w- I be, wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing... Clan next year. Little hints of them. Yeah, yeah well, they're going to... I think what they're going to do is they're going to drop all the, all the, the regular stuff. Oh, start the game. They're going to have 12 mechs, and then they're going to start adding mechs left and right. You know, like they do now every every Wednesday, they have a, what they call a hot drop, which they show new content and explain things. Like this month, March is Mech Combat Month, and so they're explaining how Mech Combat will actually work and how you're piloting the mechs and stuff. Um, and so every Wednesday within that month, they'll do something. Usually, I think it's the third Wednesday of the month, they drop a new mech picture. So if you're going by that, and if you're assuming they're starting with the 12 mechs, we got about another five months before they're ready to start the stuff. So Just give um, me my Mad Cat. Uh, you'll probably get that after. So they're talking, it's going to be a while before they drop the clan stuff because yeah. I think they want to work all the bugs out of of gameplay and all that other stuff. And yeah. they still have yet to do an open beta, well, which they're talking about this summer. So I'm guessing it's probably going to hit around Christmas sometime. Okay, a dragon with a cutie mark. Yeah. I, I may, my brain may implode. That's what I was talking about. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, I mean, actually, and even in their FAQ on their site, they made mention about co-op play. Like, right now, they're starting with just multiplayer battles. But Yes. So I could see Co- that. Co-op play be really cool. Well, and I, I could, always like co-op play. I could see them introducing the clans as non-playable. Yes. And having that be their introduction oh, to co-op. Because, the whining and the gnashing of teeth and the pulling of hair. Would oh, because the clans should roll people. Yes. <laughs> like it did in the, you know, the yes. whole Yes, and I can see, because right. there are already people starting Clan Merc Corps, mm-hmm. uh, Clan Smoke Jaguar, Clan Nova Cat, all that stuff in anticipation that when that stuff comes out, they're they're just going to get handed the keys to the superior technology, and th- yeah, they're going to smoke everybody else. And it's like, um, no, no. If you have to stay as Inner Sphere, it took the Inner Sphere a long while to, to get actually clan start technology, getting some of the yeah. technology up and running. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, my glitter boy. Glitter, that's riffs. No, there's a. What was the, what was the, <laughs> yeah, uh, glitter boys are riffs. No, there's a. I may be misremembering that there's the all silver mech that basically reflects most beam weapons. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure glitter boy is the right name. I don't think it was a glitter boy, but I, I, no, I yeah, vaguely remember something oh, like that. Yeah, there was one like wacky mech See, that was I all qu- about reflecting beam weapons. I quit. Uh, I quit. Oh, it, was an, it was an original Inner Sphere one. It was just a weird one that I quit I playing. I quit playing BattleTech in general mm-hmm. after. The clans came out because it's. I mean, it it's so unbalanced things. Mm-hmm. But then they would start coming out with the inner inner sphere stuff, and they would have they would have missiles where it would do one point of of armor damage, and even though the rest of you only had one point, then it would do an internal damage point yeah. as so well. Was, and the technology just started, in my opinion, started getting out of hand. And that was and that was the tabletop game, and that was when I quit playing because you'd go to a, like a convention or something, and they'd have a tournament, and you'd have all these idiots. Using all the latest technology and all this other stuff, it's like you guys are losing the whole. I mean, I'm old school. I'm a fanboy of the the original 3025 Max and the original story, the Four Succession War, and all that stuff. So this, I didn't this, like this any of that of stuff. Redo of the tabletop game interests you? Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool, and it's a, just well, it's one more. It does. It support, it's one more does thing. It say it support internet play. Oh yeah, it's, it's a browser. Be, it's a browser based yeah, free to play. Awesome. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. It so. There's some of our there's some hours gone from our lives. Yeah. And as you can tell, Dexa has absolutely no interest in any of this because I've just let you guys just, chatter all. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's, but it's I've looked really at the cool original. At. I've I've they mm-hmm. get some good mechs in the original eleven max that yeah. I mean they're not doing the the reseen or the unseen max, but they're doing some. They got some good mechs in there. The trebuchets in there, so I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic. So we'll have to see how LRM, it LRM, 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 LRM. Pretty much, yeah. I don't know how you guys drive those things. Seriously, that's why I can't stand them. When we were at PAX, I yeah. got into one of those full. We played Steel cockpit. Battalion on the old <laughs> oh, Xbox, yeah. where oh, it had yeah. the full three-panel controller mm-hmm. with foot pedals. Yeah, everything. Yeah, I spent half the time looking up or down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I could not move. Well, it's a control thing. It so. sucks. Yep. And you know, it's hard. Some people get it. Some people don't. Yeah, yeah. not my thing. But it looks really cool. I like watching other people do it. Mm-hmm. That know what they're doing. Yeah, the screenshots I've seen so far are very, very, oh, yeah. very cool. It looks really good. So, oh yes, it's very nice. All right, that handily brings us to the end of the tangent section and to our first break. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Come, click on the shows tab at the top of the page. Check out all the fine shows, including the newest arrivals in the form of One Dumb Jock and Tadpool Tech. That's right. You will be glad. That you did. We shall return right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. 
Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. eyes I know that it's late but we just couldn't wait to tell you our big new surprise remember that night about three months ago and you walked into mom and dad's room and then how we talked of the birds and the bees and arousal and climax and wounds well six months from now you'll be a big brother that's right Little tiger, it's true. Mommy and Daddy are making a better version of you. It might be a boy, just like his older brother, but without the flaws holding you down. Holding you or down. if we are lucky. We could have a girl like we wanted the first time around Maybe this new person won't wet the bed Or bug us for candy and toys I bet the new you will shut up when we tell them And not make so much goddamn noise Thanks to the five years we've had you to practice on Now we know what not to do
Finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions. VTWProductions.com. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com, <laughs> and I seem to have struck one of funny bone. <laughs> Actually, Danielle Corsetto did. <laughs> I hope oh. you. I hope you have a drink handy. Yeah, <laughs> that's friggin' awesome. Consider the source. Yeah, exactly. I know. And we that's do. pretty cool. She is uh, returning to Phoenix Comic Con this year. Yes, I saw that. I hope to do an interview with her where my microphone does not fail. This <laughs> yeah, year, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And when you novel. go do that, you need to tell me where you're at. <laughs> That was a little bit of a problem last year. You weren't even reading the strip at that point. What? No, I was not, but I had no idea where you were, and we had like things to do with those streams, and I'm uh, like, where is he? I turned into a troll in very short order. Just asked Thumbelina. I was kind of angry. And then you said, oh, I was doing this interview with Daniel Crescetto of Girls with Slingshots. Yeah, what's that? What's that? Oh, it's this awesome webcomic. All right, fine. Well, you, you, you did well when you turned me on to XKCD. I will say that. Stand back. And Sinfest. I'm going to try science. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Sinfest. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, let's try this out. And I was like, oh, my God, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading it ever since. Mm-hmm. It's still one of my uh, my great losses from the the things, including my original iPad that got left on top of my car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. One of the things was the original art she had done for oh, me. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh. Yeah. So Don't mention what happened in the last one. No, I'll, I'll, I'll tell her exactly what it was. Take better care of this. No, I man. Promise. It was ninjas or something. Yes, it not, was. Not incompetence. Ninjas are deadly and silent. Yeah. Also unspeakably violent. Tell her the romance detective got it. Exactly. Something. <laughs> But anyway, okay. Uh-huh. we are in Geeks in the Gaming World, and we've already begun touching on it in the form of MechWarrior. MechWarrior, Warrior, and the glory that is the free-to-play bonanza that is on the horizon, which, according to Gwinnar, cannot come fast enough. No, it cannot. It's coming. Well, coming, considering it's not even breathing heavy. Considering the MechWarrior 4 and MechWarrior Living Legends came out 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah it's been a small gap. Just a touch. In our MechWarrior fix. Yeah. Mm. Now, yes. the great and powerful Peter Molyneux. Yeah. Yes. I just like saying Molyneux. Molyneux. Who always overpromises and underdelivers. Uh, okay. <laughs> who, I know I'm going to get, who's Peter Molyneux? Molyneux <laughs> is kind of the king of the ambitious ass projects. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the. Like Populous and yeah, um, what was the one Populous was where he got his name. Right. Um, Black and White. That was the one I think it was. Um, yeah. And then Fable. Right. Fable. Yeah. The Fable series. Right. Um, the idea being, you always promising you can have this totally immersive game experience where your choices vastly affect the outcome of the game, and you can live life through your character. So you you, know, you marry your sweetheart and then go get your mistress, and then there's consequences and. Yeah. The whole and it's always been the games that have come out of these things are all uniformly amazing. Mm-hmm. 
they're also never quite what was originally promised. There's always something where you, you know talked about. Oh, you'll be able to do this and that and this and that and it's well, it's just not as cool as you not think. Quite it as cool. Is. Still great yeah. games. They sell yeah. very well. They're great fun to play. Right. They just they're always overhyped. Yeah. Molyneux is connected to them. Right. I, I think, and I don't know what it is. I mean, there's there's definitely been times like. With black and white, it was very like you train your gigantic beast, and My he cow. will. Yeah, your cow, <laughs> your lion, your tiger, whatever, and he learns from what you do, and it's really immersive. And he just the AI is incredible, and it was, but it took like it wasn't easy to do. Right. I think yeah. that's what was a big turnoff there. But and then Fable, the same thing. It was supposed to be a very it's presented to you when he talks about it as this massive open world and you do what you want and you're the hero of your story and you, you make things and you affect the world. And it's much more linear than what you're led to believe. But still an awesome But a game. great game. And yeah. I think just not as open ended choices as applied. And we're talking about new is from Microsoft and Lionhead <laughs> Studios. He's bailing. Yeah. Uh, this is from news.cnet.com. Mm-hmm. The creative visionary behind Black and White and the Fable series of video games, Peter Molyneux, announced today that after a decade, he is leaving both Lionhead Studios and Microsoft's Xbox team and moving on to a new venture, according to the game news site Kotaku. This is CNET referring to Kotaku. Gotta love I know. Nobody Don't you does, love Nobody that? does journalism anymore. Seriously. It's all hyperlinks. Yep. It is with mixed emotions that I made the decision to leave Microsoft and Lionhead Studios, the company that I co-founded in 1997, Molyneux said in a statement to Kotaku. The news comes days after Xbox showcase of the latest version of the Fable series, Fable The Journey. The role-playing game is one of, the, one of several that are coming out this year that don't use the Xbox standard control, but instead rely entirely on players' use of the Kinect motion controller. Right. With mixed response from people who have played with it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Mm. But I mean, again, this is this is classic Molyneux. Yeah. Push the envelope. Try something new. Throw it no out. No option for controller. Connect only. Yeah. And I guess we'll be losing weight from gesturing Just wildly dream. at the screen. <laughs> no, cast the spell. Cast the no. Don't milk the cow. Cast the spell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that that even was a complaint about the Fable series is that over from Fable One to Fable Three, he kept simplifying gameplay. Like we're gonna make this simpler. It's gonna be you can do whatever you want, but it's gonna be simplified. Do whatever you want. And mm-hmm. so with this, you know, I'm curious to see where it goes. But his influence on the game industry as a whole and what he tries to do, I respect 100. percent I think he yeah. does push the industry. He's up there with the Sid Meiers of the yeah. world, of the the people yeah. that everyone kind of looks to. So what's What's the next big thing, or what is the next to impossible thing you're going to promise us you're going to do, and you're going to get pretty damn close to, Yeah, to inspire a lot of other game developers? Right. But I think sometimes I feel like with people like that, either they are way, way, way ahead of the technology that they have mm-hmm. to do what they want to do, or their thinking is just a little bit above everyone else's thinking where we don't quite get it yeah. sometimes. I call that the Steve Jobs effect. Sure. Possibly, yeah. Where everyone looked at the iPad when in pre-release and said, "Who the hell is ever going to use this thing?" That when they have a laptop that can, and a year later it is the thing the to thing. have, and everyone is struggling to catch up to it. And same thing with the original iPod. It's like, who is going to drop four hundred dollars? On a music device. Ha <laughs> ha, chortle, chortle, guffaw. Wait, 
Oh, he, he just built an empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the same kind of a, a person who can see the next step mm-hmm. and try to get there before, or to, to make yeah. it, to make it happen. Yeah, and I think he does that. I just wonder if it's either people come to him and say, "Well, we need to curb that because we need to make more mass appeal," right? Or if it's people that just let him go and he forgets about the things that make things more mass appeal, and- or just matter of the technology is not up to the challenge. Right, right, right. Exactly. I think it's a, a confluence of yeah. probably the three or some mix. He has the vision and then reality steps and says, you can't really do that yeah. without a supercomputer. Yeah. Or your your vision is one. so esoteric right. that It'll nobody really will know what we're, they're even supposed to do. So we need to put some direction or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think I love the Fable series. I think it's a great series. All his past games have been fun. And I, I I hope that he continues doing that, whatever his new endeavor is. Yeah, he is, he is the you know the quote new venture. So right. he's obviously going back off on his own to say ah, I I don't want corporate overlords yeah. or or just wants a change of scenery. Right. And or has got the, fired. Or the, who who or had some sort of yeah. <laughs> who knows? But I mean, he did say that he's going to remain as a consultant for, for Fable. Fable. So mm-hmm. see now for something that's really amazing, scary, and brave: a new company called Twenty Two Cans. However, nothing is yet known about this new business. Just the name 22 Cans. Interesting name. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Mark Webley steps up to run Lionhead in Molyneux's absence. So his right. co-founder. Mm-hmm. So go yeah. forth, Peter. Just keep make, bringing us the entertaining games in yeah. large quantities. Exactly. I, I had fun playing black and white for just a t- tiny bit. It just yeah. was really hard to get your cow to do what you wanted it to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Why did everyone go for the cow? Dude, the cow was awesome. I had a tiger. Okay. I, I loved a... my cow. It yeah. was so... Because seriously, especially if you're evil, to see like... Evil cow. An evil cow trouncing or... I mean, cows... You don't really think of cows as evil. It's it part was, of the fun. It was just cool. See, that's one of the things when I was reading through the old official handbook of the Marvel Universe, and they had the section on vampires, and they just have a page of just headshots of all the prominent vampires, and one of them was a cow. <laughs> and Bessie, and then in parentheses, hell cow. Mm. And it makes you want to go back and find the issue where Bessie the hell cow came into being. So she, yeah. what led to this cow vampire being included in the official handbook of the Marvel Universe? Right. Bessie the hell cow. Wow, because you're like, ooh, vampire. You know what? I really need to make a progeny. Mm-hmm. Cow. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Who thinks that way? Yeah. Um, Maybe a, a really Molino. stoned vampire. <laughs> well, that, that was like on this week's Walking Dead or last week's Walking Dead, I should say. Um, you know, a zombie, a, a cow was killed by a zombie. And right. I'm like, oh, my, my God. God. Zombie, zombie cows. Zombie cows. And, and, and nice. was there? No, they, well, they, they haven't. They haven't seen they the a, cow ended yet. At that, yeah, they don't know about the cow or you know, who knows. They were too busy the looking at the person being eaten by the zombie. I don't know. I think it would be kind of epic if they had zombies. Zombie you know. cows. <laughs> yeah, just a matter of they're really far into the series and we've only ever seen human zombies right. from the suddenly reinvent the... I don't think... Yeah, that, that would be like... I mean, what do you have? Zombie like mosquito? <laughs> like, yeah, everybody's dead then at that point. Yeah. Zombie squirrel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like a whole a whole herd of zombie squirrels. Squirrel! 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 Okay, then. What? Just, just, just squirreling away, huh? Uh, brains in their tree trunk. Mm. <laughs> Squirreling away brains. Oh, my God. Only if it walked really slow. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, shuffled on two feet towards Chitter. you. That'd be awesome. Chitter. Yeah. Chitter. Chitter. 
Why? <laughs> ay, ay. So anyway. If you're going to have zombies... Have zombies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's yeah. a zombie. Can you imagine a fast zombie version of, of a squirrel? That would be uh, oh, that'd freaking be, deadly. That'd yeah. Be, yeah, you're, you're that'd done. Be, that'd be the end of humanity. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, unless all they ate was of the squirrels. True. Oh, wow. Squirrel Yeah, exactly. You'd have little colonies of squirrels holed up in trees. <laughs> Barricaded <laughs> with walnuts. Throwing air co- acorns <laughs> at the zombies. Have you ever seen that piece of art, which is it's great piece of art it's the kids on the playground and it's like five of them at the top of the playground um jungle gym and all the zombie children coming for them yeah. <laughs> and the kids like with the slingshot and the baseball bat defending these the last stand of the kids oh wow in the zombie invasion it is completely awesome oh that's cool never seen that that'd um, be cool yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you get talk amongst your pick another game to talk about and i will go find it on the internet. well since we're talking about molinix and and you know his vision um, one of the other things on here was how game sales are down 80%. Mm-hmm. So what is it? I mean, last year people were supposedly worse off than this year. And we had better game sales than this year. So is it that just the games aren't that good? Or maybe it's the Molinex effect where the games are just ahead of what we as consumers want in games. Yeah. Actually, they're down 20%, not 80%. Oh, sorry. They're down 20%. <laughs> They're down 20%, but I mean, they're still in the billions. It's not like they're not making any money. Oh, yeah. This is just compared to February compared or January. To last, compared to LY, last. compared to last year. Yeah. yeah. And then one thing the article doesn't, though, also mention is what games were coming out in January of last year, last year compared to this, to this year. year yeah. Exactly. Which, but I thought the most interesting thing of the, uh, the article is right. that the top 10 games that sold make up 78% of the total revenue of the game. At this oh, point. really? So it's the, yeah. block, the blockbuster. Yeah. The blockbuster. Which is actually down from last year. They used to be 95%, right? 95? Right, 94, 95, 90. yeah. Um, well, and it could be just that people have gotten onto things like uh, Gamefly and Steam and, Steam and things stuff like that, make, that where they can, yeah. they can, you know, like Netflix a game. And have them send them a game and, okay, I'm done with this. And then they send it back and they get their next title and they don't actually have to buy it. I mean, this smells to me like the iTunes effect. Mm-hmm. Where as soon as iTunes came on the scene and you could buy individual tracks, album sales and traditional sales channels went to hell right. for a while. This could be the Steam effect saying, yeah, the game sales at your local Target or Walmart are down because you're getting direct-to-drive right. in many forms. Sure. Exactly. And the interesting news out of is Steam hinting that they're perhaps contemplating a console. Right. Interesting. Yeah, a Steam box of some kind. So just a standardized gaming rig to make it easier for people who want to release through Steam to, to write their code for a single piece of hardware and not to worry about weird video game video card compatibilities and stuff. Then people are like, oh. Mm. Another sideways entry into the console market? Somewhat. Valve? Hmm. Yeah. So the blogs, of course, caught fire at that point, and Valve hasn't actually said anything. It's just rumor, 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 rumor. Right. We'll see. Ask again in a year. Well, I mean, it also makes a big mention, though, that the console sales were down. They said the Vita sales, though, were good. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, which was, yeah, I know we were kind of derail it, derailing it, mm-hmm. after, especially after CES, and kind of going, well, what's the point? But apparently people are kind of jumping on that. However, console sales overall are down, but that seems to make sense considering this generation of the major consoles from this generation are old. Old. They've been mm-hmm. out for a while. 
but you know everybody's expecting that this year we're going to start seeing what the next one's going to. Well, look we've like. seen the Wii U announced, right? right. We've seen that already. Or whatever they've renamed it, right? But I'm talking about the serious consoles, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about real gaming consoles, um, and they. I mean, all the console makers have expressed this desire to, to shift to this 10 year life cycle because it's really the only way they can make any damn money because they kept replacing them every three years. They were always in this perpetual life of to sell new units. They sell them at a loss. And just when they would start making money on the hardware, they would be expected to be releasing new ones. And they all kind of got together quietly and said, screw this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no see kidding. if we do this every, once every 10 years. Right. And we're coming up on that. Um, so everyone's kind of expecting us to hear about PlayStation 4 and the Xbox 720 or whatever yeah. it wind up being called. But what, what boggles my mind is there's tons of processing power untapped in the PS3. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. The Xbox 360 definitely reaching the limits of its oh, capabilities. Yeah. The cell processor in the PS3, untapped potential remains. Yeah. Uh, but whether Sony will be able to convince people of that and say, no, keep buying our, quote, old hardware when Microsoft's with the shiny Xbox 720, uh, they may release a PS4 just to have a new console next to the well, yeah, Xbox. they can always just repackage. Yeah, that was that. That's yeah. what they do if they were smart. Is they just repackage the PlayStation Three and say, "Oh, look, the, the PlayStation, PlayStation 4, Four, yet it uses the exact same hardware." Well, Shh, or slightly changed hardware, but not massively expensively changed. And I think, yes. I think though, also, I mean, one of the biggest upgrades you'll see is everybody will incorporate solid state drives. Yeah. You're going to have yes. that as a major speed increase. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, the Xbox definitely needs processing power as well. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll get – the PlayStation's already had a Blu-ray level reader. So, But, I mean, we need a better method of getting the data from the disc. Yeah. I think that's where another bottleneck well, is. Well, the other, the other potential thing is they may move to, to – a download service yeah, or download. streaming service. And there's, yeah. there, and there's a catch there because if you do go to straight download or something like OnLive, mm-hmm. um, which is unlikely because I think the uh, – they don't want to make the... They're not to the point where they want the console to be totally reliant on a live internet connection. Right. But the direct-to-drive version, then you've got the chance of solid-state drive, great, low capacity. If you go for high-capacity solid-state drive, the price goes way sure, up. Sure, sure. So the prices on the solid-state drives need to come down. You might see a hybrid stage where... They have a small solid-state drive for the dashboard, the OS, and then right. a mechanical drive for store, long-term storage of possibly less used stuff. Or, or they'll go to an even external for less used, right. uh, some sort of like you know plug-in model. Because on paper, the solid-state drive idea looks great. Right. The economics are not quite there. They're more affordable than they've ever been. Yeah. But it's can, approaching. But if you're going to have nothing but your games, no more no more optical discs, nothing but the games stored on the drive, you need a massive drive. You need a couple terabytes. And that's not affordable in a solid-state drive yet. But we're getting there, hopefully getting there sooner rather than later. Yeah. Well, hopefully. So are you guys doing the Mass Effect thing? No, I have not had... Well, we had, obviously we said earlier, Roblox and Palisades yeah. in right. town. Um we're buying Dexa a new car because hers got totaled, so it's been a little busy of a week, so yes. I have not had a chance. I, I, we talked about the demo last week, right? Um, but obviously the game has launched and launched you very good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say that it's a very satisfying clu- conclusion to you know, arguably one of the best sci-fi storylines that we've had in gaming, um, You know, even though Halo came out before then and has a 
okay story. It and so spawned many many offshoots. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mass Effect story for gaming was pretty solid, and it, for creating a good whole storytelling has kind of always been Bioware's hallmark. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. They, they they suck you in to more than just game mechanics for sure. Exactly. Um, I mean, they've, they've proven that to me with Old Republic, where I, I care more. I mean, I don't just, like I would with World of Warcraft, just next, 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 And go harvest how many bear butts? butts okay. yeah. and, and Even though you're still harvesting right. bear butts, but you care you about care why. You care about those bear butts. You're harvesting yeah. You care <laughs> deeply about those bear butts, <laughs> precisely. I, I made, you know, to go on a little offshoot here, I forced Roblox this morning before he left. I'm like, well, you're going to sit down here and play Star Wars real quick. Mm-hmm. So I showed him real quick. I said, hey, here's a Sith juggernaut. Look, I'm force choking people. I'm throwing them around. It's awesome. He's like, okay, that's pretty cool. I'm like, let me show you a quick conversation. Let me show you some space combat. He's like, okay, this all looks really cool. I'm like, all right, make a character. So he sat down <laughs> and he made this gigantic, like, grimace-looking tubby. tubby bounty hunter. Uh, he's a, a, a chiss bounty hunter, uh, but he's got the gigantic model. Mm-hmm. And so, but he, like, watched this whole little prologue come and he watched himself land. He goes in and he goes through the whole first conversation. And, like, that alone, he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is awesome. I'm <laughs> like, you're so much more invested mm-hmm. in it. And I mean, it's something I wanted to, I'll touch on in a later week. Game I think section, it's a yeah. good, well, no, I think this is a good call-in topic for another week. Mm-hmm. So our call-in topic this week is Beers. alcohol you want us to consume on show that's hard to find or outside unique. of our area. Or would inspire unique. interesting conversation like maple bacon. Donut. Like maple exactly. bacon. Beer, beer. Since some yes. folks in the uh, IRC was asking what our calling topic was. There yes, we go. they were. And they were also asking what happened to my car. So just okay. to let you know, I was rear-ended on the freeway and um, it was a really, really bad and fast. The car was coming at like 80 miles an hour, so it totaled the back of my car. Hence, Not I need a new car. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, it's a big story, but basically that's what happened. So I got to go get myself a new car. You guys, are, you're gonna go get the modern version of what you had. I can't. She they can't. don't make it. They don't anymore. make it. Yeah, they don't make elements. Yeah, anymore. so I have really? to go. Really? Didn't realize it discontinued. Yeah. It. No, uh, they two did. Two years ago, last no, year actually. 2011, 2011 was the last year they made it. Huh. Yeah. Which I love my car. So what we're well, doing? Well, you know is, what? They may still have. They do. 2011 models. We're going to go see a couple. Like yeah. They've well, got, well, one. That are brand new. Nobody's just bought them yet. We're going to see a 2008, Eight. I think. But they but do have a 2011. They, it was just there are a some, little expensive. But yeah, they, it was the souped-up four-wheel drive. You oh, know, Basically, the they wanted full price for it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, so. since you can't get it anymore, all of them, you should see how much I got for my 2006, just because you can't get them anymore. Oh, really? They don't give you blue book value. They give you what your car is selling for. Yeah. Really? Ooh. And my car is selling for a lot right now. Because you can't wow. get them for love and money. you can't get right. them. Good time to get totaled. Well, I mean, it at least gives us the option of getting tr- backed into an element. If they'd given us Blue Book, it would have been like you're getting back into a Geo. Yeah, yeah. there's no way. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. your smart car. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that was Whee! that was nice. That was nice of your insurance company to do that. Then uh, that's oh, actually sure. really kind of cool because yeah. normally they'll give you like, well, we'll give you Blue Book. Oh, great! I got yeah. a down payment on a Geo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm screwed exactly. again. You're, you know, yeah, it's no, like, I wait have... a minute, this was not my fault. Why am I getting screwed so hard for this? I want yeah. all my cars uh, worth. Because insurance companies, yeah, oh, not I know actually that. here to insure us. I know. They're actually here to make money. Of course, a whole other rant. Ours was pretty good. No, so they awesome. did it yeah. overall. Even though, because the guy was underinsured, obviously, so yeah. I had to go through my insurance company. But overall, it's been a good experience. Other than you know, other than the pain in the ass, of other having, than the pain of the ass of finding a new car and the pain in the neck that I have, but other than that, we're good. Yeah, yeah. 
So real quick before the break, yes. I want to touch on one last gaming thing, and I'm going to let you actually talk a little bit more about this than I will. Okay. Because I'll turn my geek card over, at least for now. I don't actually watch The Big Bang Theory. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. I kind of actually don't either. And yeah. so I, uh, but Star Wars is obviously doing well enough to warrant mention, mention on Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory, Theory mm-hmm. where it's something to do with Shelton debating on going to a wedding or playing... Star Wars: Your Republic, yeah, Swore Tour. So. I have not actually that episode happened while I was up at the TED conference. No, so oh! I have not no, seen it. we all fail. We do. <laughs> okay, hard. but I mean, obviously, that I think that alone speaks to how well the game is doing. If it's worth that level yes. of a pop mention, I mean, World of Warcraft was used as a story point previously on Big Bang Theory, so they're in okay. touch with what. Oh the yeah, current. that's good. They actually had the whole um, Harold Wallowitz um, character. <laughs> Was cybering with Gl- uh, Glinda the Troll, mm. um, and then met him, and he, oh. he he was the janitor at the university where they all uh, work. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. He's Glinda the Troll. <laughs> oh. Yeah, be afraid, be very afraid. And I also nice. wanted to mention the as we were talking about Mass Effect, the title of this week's research thread. Yes, um, as titled by Aid, the creatively uh, fuzzy foreigner pronunciation of his name. And it's Sunday, March 11th. Can't talk now. I'm saving the earth. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. Or as a friend of mine tweeted, well, Bulls game is over. My girlfriend's asleep. Time to try to make, up, make out with some alien chicks. <laughs> <laughs> and contributors to our all-volunteer research team this week include Aid, MacBit, not MacButt. MacButt. As... I know. I keep... The, look, the U and the I on my... Phone are really close mm. together as I was typing it, and I know he's not Mac, but and I completely apologize. The but it is quite funny. Barry Von Awesome, Fangs with a Z, and it's the Z what makes it cool. Thank you guys for all of your fantastic contributions to what will be our next segment. Yeah, and research that, chaos. We borrowed some for oh, yeah. this segment well, as well. There, so there, yeah, there was cross pollination, sure. which is what led me to that. Right, right. You. Yes, you're still here and you're still tuned in, which is kind of amazing and interesting to us. Our listing to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We shall return right after the soothing sounds of Exorb. Be right back. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW.
listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Researched Chaos. Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Put those noisy chips down, woman. I did. As soon as I heard you say that, I put them back. <sighs> Trying to nosh in all of your ears. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, because somebody who gave us no end of hell about the chips immediately burped during the show into the mic. That's awesome. But that's me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your point? Hmm. Yes, Daxa and Grail Too brought, brought to us multi-layered <laughs> dip and... Tocitos, uh dippers. To go with beer. You to can't just with, have beer. Yeah, you just can't have beer. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that this requires... Wait, why did I say that? It's like we got to the, we <laughs> got to the awesome. point yesterday at the I was, I was possessed. That's my excuse. <laughs> Are you yesterday crack? At the Ren Fair, where Roblox and Palisades, everybody was getting all these desserts. And Roblox like, why aren't you getting a dessert, Grail? And I'm like... I chose my calories in the liquid form. form. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still had some of my honey mead afterwards. Yeah, because it was liquid. Mm. Mm. Honey mead. Mm, honey Yummy. mead. So we have the aforementioned all-volunteer research team. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your contributions, which we will now dip our toes into. Who has what that they wish to? Well, come on. I mean, right. the first thing you got to start with is the iPad. Seriously? Fine. Apple released a new iPad. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it Our iPads are now old news. Yeah, it, it, but it basically lived up to exactly what everybody for weeks has been speculating. The only thing it didn't have that people contemplated it might have, which I think there's one thing. So it does have, obviously, the really obvious stuff. They've fixed the crappy camera. Yes. So the superior camera. They have... Almost a retina display. It's basically double resolution right. of the iPad 2. Um, so you can do close to true HD on it. Yeah. Which on a screen that small, who cares? But hey, it's a feature. It's there. Um, it's the new A5X quad-core processor. Ah, the thing it didn't have that people speculated that it might have was Siri. Oh, right. right. Yes. But yes. And I would expect that's going to be an OS It'll upgrade. get patched in. I think yes. the reason they've held off on it is the Siri server's are still struggling under the weight of the iPhone 4S. Oh, wow. So service on Siri hasn't been that great, not because the app is bad, but because they sold a lot of iPhone 4Ss, and the servers that they contact to get the responses are not up to snuff yet. So if they were to add thousands of more devices to that, they would not be improving things. So they immediately released iOS 5.1. I'm assuming there'll be an update for the iPad whatever the hell they called it. it. was the iPad 4G LTE was the official right. name. Right. Um, will, there will eventually be an update to give it sure. Siri. Um, and the, then, the other big piece was the, uh, the and this is more of a software issue, it was the iLife upgrades right. to yes. iPhoto, iMovie, and right. um, what was the third one? iGarageBand. GarageBand one, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they're doing updates. And obviously, they can, you know, with a much powerful processor with better display hey mm-hmm. we can include more features so wasn't exactly stunning but it was a pretty much exactly the evolutionary what stuff we thought ev- yeah and it's actually it's slightly thicker than its predecessor because mm-hmm. 
when they went with the 4G long-term evolution uh, radio, they had to put a bigger battery in the thing. Yeah. Because mm. what they've learned from all these smartphones that have come out so far with 4G LTE is, holy crap, is that a battery vampire? Right. That and the screen draws more voltage as well. Sure. So this is actually the first iPad that is thicker than its predecessor. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost imperceptibly, but it is it is measurably thicker than its predecessor and heavier than its predecessor. Yeah. But they didn't want to step... They wanted the battery life to be at least as good as the iPad 2 while uh, adding these new features of the double-resolution screen and the 4G-capable cellular radio. And it will work with... Uh, the Since... Verizon and AT&T both have committed to Motorola's long-term evolution. Mm-hmm. It works with either. Right. So they can, to Apple's benefit, they can manufacture one unit and sell it on both networks. Yeah. So in theory, once the LTE networks are well deployed, you'll get some smashingly wonderful speeds on that. Oh, for sure. And a lot of the streaming services will work better. Of course, with heavily data-capped services, because we wouldn't want to have it be useful and not cost tons of money. Yeah, I was going to say, hmm? data-capped or costing out your butt. Oh, yes. Because that's that tends to be Verizon's plan. Yeah. We're just going to charge you a ton <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, actually use our data plan, but their data stream is actually pretty good. It, it yep. flows pretty small. AT&T is complete opposite. They're like, oh, it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's yes, cheap it because is. <laughs> we limit you after like, you know, a half a gig. Right. But <laughs> their network, and its 3G version, is noticeably faster right. and more reliable when you can get on the network. So there's, there's benefits and it's, Yeah, there's no there's perfect no, carrier. No. So. Sadly, no. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be heavier so you can... Bonk yourself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to being a blunt weapon. <laughs> it goes back to being nice. a blunt weapon. But and it has a lot of really neat. Yeah. You know, it's got a lot of really neat upgrades, yeah. and why not? Well, and, and the price points are remaining exactly the same. Exactly. Right. They were just populating with a new version. Now, the interesting thing is they did not immediately announce the discontinuation of the iPad 2. Right. And there's some speculation that it will be continued, they will continue to make it, and they will have a lower tier entry level for getting into an iPad. You'd be able to buy an iPad 2, much like you can buy an iPhone 3GS mm. still today, at a lower price to get you that first and, first one's always free kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and to give them something that they don't have to manufacture to compete against the fires of the world right. or and whatever Right, and I doubt they'll try and compete with the $200 price. At that price level, yeah. but still. I would expect this to come in around the $300. Yeah. So, but they'll at least have something that's not... Five hundred, right? Is the entry level, but still, they could say, you know, for a hundred dollars more, look at how much more. How you're much get. more you get? You yeah. get cameras, you get a ten point one inch screen, right. you get all this stuff, and you get the Apple iOS ecosystem. Yeah. And it's not like the three G network out there is going away anytime soon. Right, it's the 3G still is adequate to most people's needs. Yeah. I mean, four G, not a lot of us actually need that. It's pretty damn sexy, but you can do most of the things that the average user does by way of basic web browsing, email. And watching movies or Hulu, Netflix, mm-hmm. Amazon, whatever, um, with a decent 3G connection, but even better and more reliably on your home Wi-Fi. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, evolutionary step, not revolutionary. The only thing it didn't have that people thought it might was Siri. Right. We expect to see that in the future. And I've barely ever used Siri. Yeah, it's just well, kind of a B. You'll 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 get used to it. Um, she's a bit of a niche. Yeah, she's a bit of a niche. Okay. 
So you need to get voice packs for that. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. It needs to be turned into glass. Well, the thing is, is there's a little bit of false advertising between the a- Apple commercials yeah. and how they use Siri <laughs> and how the actual use of Siri works. <laughs> like the best. They're like Siri note. I am looking up notes. No, no, Siri, create a note. Yeah. I am going to look up. No, 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 no looking up. <laughs> note. <laughs> so you guys. Yeah. said earlier you don't watch uh, Big Bang Theory they had a whole Siri episode oh, did they? they have uh, Kuthar Pali Rajiv, Rajesh Kuthar Pali is the Indian character uh-huh. who cannot talk to women unless he's drunk like it just psychologically has a, a just, blocky does that mean he needs to be drunk to use his phone then this was the interesting thing is ah. Siri was a woman he could interact with ah. So, of course, he fell in love with Siri. Oh, of course. He started effectively dating her. Then there's a whole fantasy sequence at the end where he goes to the office of Siri and walks into this gorgeous woman who's responding to all the Siri requests on this huge you know, table with all the yeah. graphics on it. And it had the voice of Siri and turned around and said, Hello, Rajesh. If you'd like to make love to me, just say so. <laughs> and then he wakes up screaming. <laughs> but in that same episode... There's a, char- there's a character called Kripke who has a speech impediment. So he's uh-huh. Kripke. Hello there. My, I have um, a fuddism. Oh, okay. And he's saying, oh, this Siri thing is total quap. <laughs> Siri, find me a Westawant. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry, Kripke. I can't find a Westawant. <laughs> See, it's total quap. It's total quap. Oh, that's total funny. Oh. Well, they actually said they were moving some patches to Siri for Japanese language right. patches. Yeah. That was 5.1. Because yeah. of yeah. the issues. I mean, they had a lot of YouTube people going on there like, Find me this, and they're like, it'd be like, I don't know what you're saying. He's like, oh, you know, <laughs> you could definitely understand the uh, f bombs he was dropping <laughs> as he was getting really pissed at Siri. But yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. So our friends at Apple, and there's already people saying, "Oh, it's the end of Apple. Steve Jobs is dead. There's no innovation here." It's like, guys, this was planted in the can before the man before, died. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I could see Jobs on, you know, on stage, basically selling this mm-hmm. as, "Look at all these improvements we've done." Right. Bang. I mean, it's as much as the improvement as the 4S was from over the, the four, four. Yeah. or or the 3GS over the 3G. Well, a lot of people complained even about the four compared to the 3GS, right? Because and it took a while for the people to see. Oh, okay, the screen is a lot better. Yeah. The, 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 the I didn't get. I didn't understand the the display yeah. until I played with one. I go, oh. Now I get it. Now you get it. Yeah. Um, same thing. <laughs> I didn't get the whole concept of the tablet at all until I had one. Right. And then I became a total convert. Sure. Um, but I won't be rushing out to replace my two no. with. Now, if I still had my one instead of yes. running over it, um, <laughs> I might be more interested. In <laughs> yeah, I think that it's a pretty large jump from, from the one, one to, to the, the three. Is or that an option? Can I run over my one in order to go get a three? <laughs> You've had enough conversations with your insurance company lately. Yeah. yeah, I'm kidding. You should have said, this was in my trunk. My iPad was in my trunk. You, you <laughs> missed an you opportunity. You should have given me your iPad. Oh, oh yeah. Look, the, look the, what's the old left. Yeah. Oh. It crunched my iPad. Oh, man. <laughs> let's, let's discuss insurance fraud some more. On yeah. <laughs> Daxa has a restraining Next order against her iPad yeah, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I filed a restraining order against my iPad. Excuse me? Well, I bonked her in the face yeah. the whole time. Oh, that's yeah. right. Remember, gave me a concussion? That's right. <laughs> Not so much, but it was rather hilarious. Yes. Better smarter than the hardware, dear. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. Moving on. Next up, 
Well, we staying in the world of the Big Apple. Um, was an article that had to do with dual hard drive kit for an iMac. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. And at first I'm like, okay, what's the big deal? It's a dual hard drive kit. Well, uh, this is a lot of effort to get to the actual guts of an iMac because it's all in one. Yeah. So it actually the kit includes such things as sucker pads yes. that you have to put on your screen to actually remove it so you can get into the insides. Apple has go away written all over For their sure. products. I mean, I am facing my, my Mac Mini on the Entertainment Center croaked a month and a half ago, and I just can't face the surgery required to get in there to replace a hard drive. Right. <laughs> and doing a RAM upgrade or a hard drive upgrade on these things is freaking major surgery with all kinds of specialized tools and plenty of opportunities to scoop ir- it up, irrevocably yeah. destroy the machine. <sighs> now, the, I, I understand it's because they wanted to get in this incredibly compact space, right? But basic upgradability like system range could have made that a little easier, yeah. guys. Nope. A back panel, especially, I mean, in an iMac, you'd think it'd have some, some ability to do it. But nonetheless, the company has come out and said, look, we'll give you detailed instructions. It's and not as bad as you, you need. think. But, yeah, and here's all. If you have the right stuff. All the stuff. And they give you most of it. They give you pretty much everything outside of a screwdriver and the hard drive itself. Otherwise, they say, here's the kit. Here's all the cables you need. Oh, no, it deta- comes with the little screwdriver. Look oh, does it? Well, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's not a screwdriver set. That's a Torx bit set. Oh, it's Yes, Torx. because okay. Apple uses these non-standard Torx. Uh, uh, oh, Hexhead. Right, Hexhead right. and Starhead. Because, again, it has go away written all over yeah. it. Right. And you see the, the thing that looks like a pencil there? That's the, the plastic wedge you get into pop, pop the, the, the screen. Pop the off screens the screen. off yeah. without destroying the all the molding. Oh, wow. It's just meant to basically, they, they don't want you Yeah, that's pretty this. intimidating. To... Yeah, bring it to your local Apple store. We will take care of it for you. So this is actually kit. more innovative than I originally thought, this cute little kit here. You know, things like this have existed... Uh, since the original Mac, because really the original Macintosh had the similarly had the go go away. They had this super deep hex head screws that you needed this this thing that was this long oh my to reach them with the non-standard head. And I remember having these special toolkits around to be able to service the old Mac Plus. Yeah. Because, uh, again, Apple didn't want you messing. No, Don't the, go in. This is not for the end user. The end user shouldn't have to worry about these things. And because... They had the idea that the computer is an appliance right, right. long before the computer was actually ready to be an appliance. Right. So it was actually just freaking annoying in those days. Yeah. Nowadays, there's plenty of users who are completely content to never have to poke their head oh, inside sure. the computer. In fact, Absolutely. they're scared to death of it. But for the yous and the me's of the world, there are kits like this. Yeah. Well, yeah. they've been groomed to be scared to death of it. Of they course. probably messed one up early in their Mac career. Have and you now ever tried like... to take an iPhone apart? You want to talk about specialized I don't take apart phones yeah that's it takes a special kind of nerd for that I'm not that nerdy there's kits exactly like this out there for that <laughs> really I've taken oh, yeah. yeah I mean I've taken apart a phone when I dropped See, it in a pool oh well, yeah there's <laughs> now, that. now that you're now that you're doing this I'm looking at my Mac uh-huh. and I'm going all right well let's so I go up onto the Apple and click on and they actually have a thing MacBook Pro how to remove or install memory mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because it occurs to me that I only have four gigabytes of memory, and it's got two slots with two gigabytes of each. And it was like, what was it? It was... Yeah, RAM right now is super uh, cheap. 667 mm-hmm. megahertz DDR2 SD RAM. I'm pretty sure I can get that at my local Fly's, Fry's Electronics. Sure. Fly's Electronics. Fly's Electronics. Fly Lights. Siri, where's So, yeah, now I'm, looking at the thing, now I'm looking at the thing and going, okay, how do I, uh, how do, I do this? Some of that? 
well, MacBooks, and most of the MacBooks, the RAM is pretty. It's easy. not bad. It's a compartment on the bottom of them. Usually, no, there, there were some generations of MacBook where if you want to do a hard drive swap, keyboard. It was no. It was a total teardown. Oh, really? Yeah. There Oof. were some of the white plastic iBooks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. The amount of surgery I had to do just to swap a hard drive is ridiculous. I, I destroyed Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually have to uh, take the bottom case off. Yeah. And some of the newer ones is actually... But the stuff's right... It's actually right there, which is really cool. So it's just pull the bottom case off and then put the stuff back in. Yeah, so the, the, uh, the it's actually not bad. The portables aren't nearly as bad as the minis and the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I mean, Apple's not really a computer company anymore. They're a gadget company. For sure. In a good way. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. as long as the, the computer is giving you the performance and it's consistent and nothing goes wrong, yeah. I mean, why would you ever want to have to deal yeah, with opening? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, believe me, I, I, we built our last two computers, and at the end of it, it's like, I really don't want to do this ever again. <laughs> this is a pain in the butt to do. Mm-hmm. Um so, and I mean, that's and that's if everything works correctly yeah. when you put it in there. Because I remember doing that and having not in my last one everything fortunately worked perfectly. But I remember going in doing some other people's computers and it was kind of like, okay, it's not coming on. Why not? Yeah. Okay, we got it wrong. coming on, but we're getting the blue screen of death. What's mm-hmm. wrong with this? Why? Yeah. Why? This is all brand new hardware. What's or even when you go in to service it? Because I did that with my old tower, and we went in and serviced it and. Because there was so much dust and stuff inside of it, we shorted the heart. The we went into the place replace to upgrade something else. I think it was the RAM, mm-hmm. and we touched something wrong, <laughs> and static electricity happened, and oh. I ended up shorting out my video card as well. Shuffle zap. So we turned it back. We didn't realize we'd done it, and we turned the video card on, and everything worked, but it was. An acid Corrupted. trip, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was correct. So I was like, "Oh crap, we we shorted out the video card." Didn't. So then, on top of doing that, I had to go out and buy a new a new video card. And we were both grounded too. It was when we were vacuuming all the dust out. Somehow we got some static electricity in there, and it well, that's blew like, it up. On my on these last computers we put together, my computer, my motherboard was malfunctioning. It wasn't dead. It was malfunctioning, malfunctioning, which I cannot tell you a more annoying thing to have happen because it Random. is almost impossible to determine that right. your motherboard is malfunctioning. Right. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it ended up being the AGP slot that I was using, or I'm sorry, the PCIe. Express, wow, that's yeah. a throwback. Um, was the the primary slot, and it had dual slots. Was had issues, and as soon as I moved the video card to the secondary slot, everything worked fine. And it took me three weeks to figure that <laughs> you out. Drove him crazy. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> well, because mine was working perfectly, and we had the exact, exact same, same parts. Yeah. <laughs> so he was having. And it would really just, and it was, but it would be a random blue screen in Windows, but it was never consistent when it would happen. So uh, it was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Which again, at the end of that, you're like, why do I ever want to build a computer again? <laughs> These things suck. It yeah. Sucks. Suck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So just just a clarification out there. I'm not saying that there's anything bad with being a nerd. Just that my speciality of nerdiness does not include taking apart phones. That's we, a different type of speciality. We you. That's a special kind. And of... I couldn't type it in the in the, the black void because my R is not working. Mm-hmm. I have no R on my keyboard. Well, it's there. It just doesn't work. So you broke the internet. I did break the internet. We all went back. I'm sorry, I was looking for a particular song that uh, okay. our very own Pusar had oh. requested, but oh, I, cannot, no. I cannot find it. Okay. You go bye-bye, no cool, not good, uh-uh. Yeah, 
So the other th- the other thing we had, um, since we have a couple minutes on the research thread, is um, Sabu, the FBI's most most valuable hacker. Yeah, the hacker that the FBI picked up in October, who then proceeded to sell out all of his hacker cronies and mm-hmm. get uh, arrests, uh, multinational arrests. They c- picked up a couple guys in Ireland. Or people they claim right. are these people. Alleged hackers um, mm-hmm. in Ireland, uh, England, and of course one guy from Chicago. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we do there we hack no, um, yeah. so obviously get arrested really is what you do in Chicago yeah and these guys were part of a group or originally part of a group called Lulz Security which Lulz was a, which Lulz was a spin up spin off of Anonymous right right, right. right. Yeah, they actually disbanded over a year ago yes and then they were I forget the name of the newer one they founded or allegedly founded mm-hmm. um, and as allegedly was involved in denial service attacks on things like Fox Broadcasting and PBS uh, they also were allegedly involved in a hacking of a security company named Hal Security, I believe. Mm-hmm. And basically the FBI, and so it was a, a large arrest and got a lot of pl- uh, publicity over just because it was, you know, so widespread. And a lot of these people, you know, have never met each other face to face, but they were all intimated in the, the these schemes. Right. So it, it's interesting. It's the first major arrest that I can think of around a group that's even though it's an offshoot of anonymous and some of the uh i guess i don't know disorder disruptionment what i don't know what you'd call what they do really i mean anarchists anarchists really. yeah i mean it's totally decentralized and i've seen some articles representing that leaders of the lulsec anonymous uh, splinter group or there are no leaders the whole point of anonymous is there is no command and control right is both as it is at once their strength and their weakness. Is they're totally decentralized, so anyone can hop online and say, "We're doing this in the name of Anonymous." And yeah. Then, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was interesting. Well, the guy was facing pretty much his entire life in jail. Oh, he turned state's evidence so fast. Oh, oh yes. And it, the funny, the funny thing about the article, if you go on the link that Barry posted and read it, is basically they were like, "The instant we caught him, he has worked tirelessly." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as as soon as he he posted bond, yes. he turned states evidence. These guys aren't thug life. I, I mean, know. Come on. No. <laughs> no, they are. They are not. Absolutely not. You know, you have hardened criminals, and then you have hardened criminals. And, yeah. And then, and then, then you have then you hard have, criminals. Please, please don't rape me. Exactly. Like, Whoa! Wait, I'm going where? <laughs> For how long? You won't be the wife of the husband. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Chef, what's a prostitute? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, we have come up against our final break. When we return for the fourth half of the show, it will be call-in time, so warm up your copies of Skype. Yay. Head over to the front page of btwproductions.com. Look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online button. If you have Skype clicked to call install properly, you can simply click on that, and it will dial in. Failing that, you can call VTW Shows using your copy of Skype. Today's call-in topic is we are seeking suggestions for creative and interesting beverages or foods um, to taste test live on the air during our tangent section in future shows. Does not have to be an alcoholic beverage. can just be a unique regional beverage um, or a particular food stuff or something that is unique to your growing up or yeah. your particular part of the world that you think would either interest us, disgust us, freak us out, surprise us, whatever. 
Um, or if it's something that you want to try and have not... And want us to guinea pig yes. for you, and, and, and you lack the cojones to try it yourself, we will throw ourselves <laughs> on that particular grenade. Huevos. Huevos. <laughs> Huevos grandes. Yeah. I like it muy macho. Moving just, on. Just remember, we have to be able to buy it either in our area or order it through the internet. Right, or have it shipped to have us. Have it shipped yes. to us somehow, that, that, yeah. That, yeah, we have... And not have it spoiled during the shipping. <laughs> so, live listeners, Skype it in. Podcast listeners, email ch at vtwproductions.com. And we would love to hear from you. Meanwhile, we have a little uh, portal music as requested by Pusar. We shall return right after this. Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd. 
and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinion. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, cruising on into Nerds with Opinions, and the nerds that we're talking about are you. So begin your Skype dialing sequences now, and then we will wait the requisite minute or so for the bits to travel through the interwebs to your ears, and then the calls to return via the same tubes and the miracle of Skype. Oh, for sure. So let's talk amongst ourselves. How about yeah. that local sports franchise? Well, no, I think, I mean, you know, I am I grew up in Chicago, and but out here there's such a presence of Chicago that most of the things that I miss from there, Are I can here. find at least a good facsimile of, if not exactly what, what I had back there. So, Did you ever eat Adel Italian beef? Oh, yeah, of course. There's one in North Scottsdale. Al's? Yes, it's okay. really Al's, from what I've been told, because uh, a guy that I work I'll with is from Chicago. Apparently, Dex is very excited about this. Um, it's at Raintree and Northsite on the north e- northwest corner. Raintree and where? Northsite. Okay, I don't know where that is. It's I'll way in North Scottsdale. Okay. Um, and uh, they, we went in there about eight or nine months ago, uh-huh. and it wasn't very good. Okay. And I had it on faith because my buddy tried the Italian beef because he really likes Italian beef. I personally don't. Yeah. And he was like, this isn't very good. I had a hot dog because I love Chicago dogs. Yeah, of course. And I was like, this isn't a very good hot dog. I, I don't even think they were Vienna beef. It oh. turns out that the guy and his wife who were running it had no idea what the hell they were doing. Uh. And we end, and it, there ended up being some domestic issues, and there was a divorce, and then there was who fighting over the business. Well, we recently found out it's open again under new management or under new ownership. And I'm guessing it's a franchise. So we thought, oh, what the hell? Let's go in there and try it. Let's give these new people a chance. Much, much better. better. Well, see, that's, that's... I still think the hot dogs are too small because I can go to a Luke's. Yeah, Luke's is pretty small. Yeah, I can go over to Luke's because we have one of those that's nearby. Yeah. And the hot dogs are huge. Yeah. And they're, they're, they do a really nice job. Luke's is, to me, closer. I mean, because Al's, I mean, we there's a couple other places like that. There was a... Uh, an international house of pancakes, which is Walker Brothers in Chicago, and uh-huh. the one out here is nowhere near oh, what uh, it was yeah. in Chicago. And Al's, I'm sure they got the name, but as in Chicago, there's only one Al's. It's only the oh one, really? There's only yeah, one. There's it's only in one. Little Italy. It's a little stand. You don't even have seating. There's no tables. Oh no, this place is a full on restaurant. There's, yeah. there's a counter where you can stand and eat if you want, or you grab your stuff and get the hell out. Yeah, which they prefer. Make yes. room for more. Yeah, looking yeah. at this place, it looks like, you know, a Chili's or an Applebee's yeah. or something like that. No. You go up to the front, you place your order. Yeah. You go down to the end of the counter, they call your number, you pick your food up, and you go sit down and eat. No. And it wasn't bad. Given a choice, I'd go eat at Luke's anytime because they've been there for years. There's two or three locations in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. and the folks who run the one that we go to on a semi-regular basis are really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, no, and it's they, a bunch of young kids in there, and it's, they, we have a good time. They do things like a Maxwell Street Polish sausage, which is very iconic, you know, way of being a, a, a type of Polish sausage. Um, so, yeah, it's it, Luke's is best. Definitely, again, it's yeah. it's a very close facsimile of what you can get in Chicago. So, That's again, I, I feel met. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Well, you get one guess. That sounds uh, a little bit like vaguely mm. oh. Danish. <laughs> it could doing? be Danish. Well, I heard something about you guys brewing meat, and since that was my it's, it's on the stove. The must is cooking even as we speak. Mm, yeah, I just want to give you one word of advice. Okay. If it fizzes when you open it, 
after it has been sitting for six months, don't even attempt to drink it. We will have made vinegar at that point. You will have made vinegar at that point, and it will not be tasty, especially if you expect to drink meat. No. I, I don't think it would last six months in this household. Did, did you no, actually get... ferment for six months. Oh, no, okay. it has to ferment for uh, like six months, yeah. A very minimum of three months. Yeah. Did you actually partake in your vinegar mead then? Did you actually imbibe some? I tasted some because I couldn't oh. believe that it was six liters of vinegar. vinegar. Oh. oh, I'm so sorry. Eek. Now, do so you have a suggestion for us for, for something we should seek to uh, maybe from your neck of the woods that our American palates would uh, need to experience before we die? There is a special herb that the Vikings used in their meat, and I'm trying to Google it to find out what it is called and whether you can even get it in, in the States. Let me see if I can find it for you. So something we would put into the... Uh... Wormwood. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know for a fact you cannot get that in the States. You, you can get... Wormwood or cannabis? Yes, you can get absinthe now, but you cannot get... Special herb. Yeah. Well, yeah, the non-poisonous absinthe. Uh, the special mm. herb. Yes. Okay, it's called meadow sweet. Meadow sweet? Meadow sweet. It has a Latin name that I cannot pronounce, but I will link you the Wikipedia so you can yeah, find can it. You actually, can you email that to me? Because I'm going to compile all this stuff from the yeah. email. Yeah. yeah. Naturally, I will do that. And you take this herb and you make a nice thick tea of it and you mix it into the meat and it will go num 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 num. So you mix it into the mead as you serve it or during the fermentation process? During the fermentation. Okay, so I can put that in the secondary fermenter here in a, yeah. in a month or so. So there's plenty yes. of time for me to get this and, and make this. Though I think I made this first batch just as a very simple, straight, no adjuncts. Let's try it. Let's see what Let's this Let's just see makes. if I can make yeah. mead without screwing <laughs> it up, and then we'll try the fancier one next batch. Interesting. Yeah, the, the basic mead is so very simple. And it, it's a shame that so few people have ever tasted it because it is delicious. Oh, that's why I wanted to go down this road. Is I've, I've done I've done. But you you years. need to find a cow and cut off and cut off its its horns just so you can drink meat out of it. Oh, we can just go because. to the Ren Fair. Yeah. <laughs> they sell those there. <laughs> yeah, they do. Actually. That's no fun. You need horn. to find your exactly. own. You need to find your own cow. <laughs> Do you have any cows here? <laughs> Great. I'm going to knock Wham! this horn off. <laughs> Just one. I'm sure sword. it won't be pissing. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> now you have a very angry cow. Yeah, we, we have things like glasses. It's cool. <laughs> cows are like, dude, no, 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 no. You, you don't want to drink meat out of glasses. You need to drink meat out of horns. Okay. All right. We're going to go back to otherwise, the back. We'll otherwise, you will not be honorary Vikings. Okay. I, ooh, I want to be an honorary Viking. Do you want to be an honorary I Viking? I definitely Let's... want to be an honorary Viking. a Celt, so I'm not mm. sure about that. I'm a fan of the Vikings, so, mm. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Pusar. I'm going to kick you to the curb to make room for more wow. before we run out of time. Hooray! Bye! Bye! <laughs> All right. You are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Darahas. Darahas. How the hell are you? Okay. Eh, meh. Kind, of, kind of a meh day. Yeah, it's tiring. Mm, I think uh, Daxa and Gray will get that. <laughs> yeah. Look what the, the chairman meow drug in. Chairman meow. Meow. That's right. So, what is your suggestion meow. for our uh, uh, self-corruption live on the air for future episodes? 
Lutfisk. Oh, I have experienced this. What is that? Lutfisk, he's he's trying to kill us is what he's trying to (laughs) do. Yes, yes he is. (laughs) Yep. Lutfisk is a heavily processed fish. Oh, there goes Daxa. I believe there... (laughs) I was going to say, I believe there's some fermentation in there as well. It's actually, it's processed with lye. Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh. It's big in the upper Midwest. Yeah. Like Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and Minnesota. And I never understood... Minnesota's the place. Minnesotan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there. Have you experienced Lutefisk, or are we testing it on your behalf? Testing it on my behalf. Oh, of course we are. <laughs> <sighs> Why don't I try it one of these days? Just I, I'm fairly sure I know a local source for Lutefisk. Really? Oh boy. Do you, a particular time of year. Do you now? Um, so we'll look I, it up. I'll have to look up how to properly reconstitute it um, and prepare it and... Yeah, it's always been described as one of those air quotes acquired tastes. Yes. Oh, yeah. So also known told. as why the hell do people eat this? Got it. It's a weapon of mass destruction, not food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, item one on the list: Lutfisk. Okay, well, I hate seafood, but I will oh, taste it. This is so processed, it bears no resemblance to an actual organic material when they're done. Oh, oh actually, it's going to be yeah. jelly. I know that I did a quick search on Google. I, the place that it came up with is a place called Cheese and Stuff. Mm-hmm. I know Cheese exactly where that is. Uh-huh. I was going to say I, that would qualify as the end stuff. And yeah. stuff. It's just down the street <laughs> from all about comics. I know exactly oh, where that's oh, at. Was that the one that's over in Mesa? No, it's the one on Central. The new Central, um, yeah. Down by like Camelback area. Yeah. Oh, they moved yeah. it over. I did to, not know yeah, that. Yeah, it's like that. right next to a Dairy Queen. Because okay. we always looked at it and went, cheese and stuff. I'm not Whoa, going in there. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we're going in <laughs> there. <laughs> yes, Fine yes you cheese, are. Fine with cheese, just not the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Darahas, uh, you're the devil, and <laughs> we hate you. And now we're going to get some loot fists because of you. And I'm hanging up on you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See what we have done, what we have wrought. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Gaunt. How are you doing? Gaunt, how are you? Hello. I'm doing okay, aside from having a moose on my head. I'm not going to touch that. Uh, not with a 12-meter cattle prod. He, he has a stuffed moose on his head. It's all right. Oh, you're on the video wall? Yes. Okay. Yes, he yes. is. Got you. There's a pink house behind him. Well, we, we thank you for the presence of your moose. And uh, <laughs> does the moose have anything to do with what your suggestion will be today? Not in the slightest. Okay. My yeah, suggestion actually random. stems from uh, is uh, another one from Chicago, which you had referenced before. Lou Malnati's. Oh yeah. Lou Malnati's Pizza, where the best is the sausage pizza because there's the big Chicago crust with the sauce and the cheese and the more stuff like that, and then a slab of sausage covering the pizza. See, this sounds like something we can use to wash out the taste of the loot fish. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Maybe we should do two in one we, day. Uh, the glorious thing, though, about Lou Malnati's, though, is unless they have discontinued it, you can get it there. Mm-hmm. You can order it, and they will FedEx Sweet. the pizza to you, and you just put it in your uh, you just put it in the oven, and boom. So they send it to your partially baked, and then you finish the baking. It sounds like a nationwide version of Papa Murphy's. Kind of. I'll, exactly, I'll tell you. But, oh, my God, better. <laughs> my, my experience with I've had Lumalinati's before when I lived in Chicago, uh, and Chicago is very territorial. Everybody has their own pizza joint that of they want to go to. Of course, but Lumalinati's Big Zitty for me is like the thing they do the, absolutely the best. They are insane at how good their Big Zitty is. Hmm. So can you do me a favor and also email this suggestion to CH at VTW Productions just because 
I'll be psychotically incapable of remembering all these suggestions. <laughs> well, I am actually putting them in our little um, spreadsheet. You right, rock, as we woman. Speak. However, Someone's actually oh. using the infrastructure oh. that I've built to support this show? Except Holy. it has no R's in it. Lies <laughs> <laughs> in slander. Except well, I didn't get Pussars, so Pussars Small, naughty, doesn't P-U-S-S- have any R. Luminatus yep. doesn't have any what? No R's. Any R's. Oh, yeah, no, no R's. No, no, I know. I'm just saying anything I type has no R's in it right now. Fail. <laughs> I'm going to get you a USB keyboard for the future. Yeah. All your R's are belong to us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hello, gentlemen. All right. Thank you for the suggestion, and we will get on the internet, and we may have to do a donation drive for FedEx costs at some point. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Especially yes. if we're getting nom, some Nom, 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 There you go. Thank you, sir. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is uh, your friendly neighborhood, Ursi. Welcome, hard. Yep, welcome, hardcore, and uh, Gwen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So, uh, two suggestions. Uh, One that was actually before uh, calling in. uh, Pusar apparently needs her own show on VTW, and I propose the uh, Pusar says stuff show. Oh yes, (laughs) Pusar reads the dictionary show. I've got that, plenty whatever, of people you know. that can that can co-host with her All right, on that so one. So actually, I, I, I think I'll modify that slightly. And kids, this is an earmuff segment, but I would say shit that Pusar says. Yes, oh, exactly. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for an actual drink, uh, back in college, uh, being you know cheap and everything, uh, I actually had to do a little bit of alchemy. Ooh, and yeah. uh, a suggestion I have, and, and I'm a vodka fan, so okay. I hope you know if you're, if you're a vodka fan, right they're with you. Excellent. You know, well, you know, along with the hairiness, it's all good. <clears throat> no, anyways. Um, Fellow hairy white guy, power brother. <laughs> anyways, take one part Mountain Dew and one part Cran Grape. Whoa. Mix vodka to taste. It uh, becomes red. And uh, I dubbed the drink a Flaming Mercury. Mercury. Uh, just because it actually, the, the, the flavors mix together, like, you know... Weird alchemical way that just makes it perfect. Yeah, because so if you want, you know, I can't picture that. That seems so wrong yeah. on its surface. A regular yeah. Mountain Dew, something yellow, great. something purple, and mixed together equal parts. You know, vodka to taste, and um, yeah, it turns red. Red, you know, now like you I put it up to light, and it, it becomes it red. Sounds so wrong. Yeah. You know, I make sure it's cran grape because I'm sure it's like the yellow and the purple somehow okay. cancel each other out, maybe, red and then that's where the red. That's something we can or or something. Yeah, that's put together. Easy, yeah. easy. Peasy. Um, but yeah, no. If you're you know not like you know wanting to go into a diabetic, you know, if you're not prone <laughs> to go into diabetic comas, then uh, oh, this drink is so tasty, and you will you know if you uh, flavor the vodka. A little stronger, uh, you will get wasted very, 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 very fast. Well, I mentioned earlier how we I was you know, test driving the various uh, adult to child talks about alcohol and such on, our, on my niece, and we were having the subject of, and then there are those drinks that you don't realize are alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. These are the most dangerous in the world, and actually, we were taking you know having the talk of we you should in a controlled circumstance basically get drunk. So you know what it feels like when it's happening. So when it happens to you and you didn't realize someone was spiking your drink, you can recognize the signs and get the hell out of there. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, no, that's totally... This is um, one of those drinks, those where you you could just drink it and it tastes great and, and then yeah. suddenly... Why I mean, you floor. could spike it 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not too too magical. I mean, you could spike the vodka too much, and you could tell that the vodka's in there, but, you know, it's still tasty. Well, see, the trick there is you oh. just use really good vodka. Well, and it's well also, yeah. It sounds like it's kind of a precursor to, you know, the current rage of some sort of energy drink right. with a uh, alcohol, so you get the upper and downer effect at the same time right. from the Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah, kind of balance overcomes the, the depressant effect of the alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least you get a wide awake yeah. drunk instead. That's one of the great yeah. things from the early days of when I was being taught about alcohol was a friend of mine said, you know what happens when you take a drunk person and you give them coffee to, quote, sober them up? You get a wide awake drunk. Yeah, exactly. Anything <laughs> out there that pretty can much. sober you up other than time? No, pretty much. And I mean, the, the dry starched food will help keep your stomach from you know imploding upon itself and you throwing up but right. uh yeah time is is your friend yeah. <laughs> and and hydration hydrate kids make well, sure you hydrate is, is if you want one. to avoid hangover hydrate like crazy drink lots of water the last oh, thing you sure. drink before for, before passing out should be at least a pint of water yeah oh yeah and yeah, uh do drugs kids and yeah, a couple of Advil doesn't hurt either <laughs> yeah. And my, have Gatorade in for the morning. The the one piece of drinking advice I ever got out of my parents, who were typical American 50s generation parents, weird about alcohol, weird about sex, so I didn't get any, any good info, and I've resolved <laughs> to be a better parent to my children, which is part of the reason why I'm test driving these talks on my, my niece, is I want to have my kids well-armed with information about yeah. these things, because it would have been kind of handy to know these things and not just have to stumble over it for myself. Um, oh, the School of Hard Knocks is a wonderful university. Until <laughs> you get an incurable disease or kill somebody, or I don't, I'd rather they avoid that. Bah. Bah, indeed. But you and your responsible one, parenting. The one piece of, of <laughs> drinking advice I ever got came from my mother, and she just said, the champagne hangover is the worst hangover in the world. And I have since experienced that. And oh my God, was she it right. It is, yeah. It Something is. Something about the compounds in the champagne that was the w- most painful hangover. Worst headache had. I think I've ever yeah. had was from that. So, yeah. number one, don't do drugs, kids. Number two, if you're going to drink, don't make don't, a champagne. Don't make a champagne. <laughs> you know, toast champagne, but if you're drinking to put a buzz on, do something else, something a little less hangover. You know, and still high. Perhaps pressure. a flaming mercury, if you will. Yeah. A flaming mercury. A flaming mercury, exactly. Which will just, you know, like, you know, put you in a diabetic coma. That's about it. <laughs> there are worse ways to go. Oh well, yeah, like I said, it's tasty. It 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 defies. It it doesn't even like necessarily taste like either one of the other two objects. It's mm-hmm. yeah. it's alchemy. No, that's the alchemy part. That's not no. I'm looking forward to the experience of <laughs> oh, yeah. tasting the cran grape, tasting the Mountain Dew, and then putting them together and then tasting something completely new. Actually, impossible. It's magic. Yes, cool. yes, he oh, is the devil. There's a a lot of stuff that came out of college in terms of drinks that I don't drink anymore. But man, yeah. uh, Bailey's and root beer in a blender. Unbelievably good. Right. Don't put too much of it though, because it explodes. Yes. So there you go. Frost. It frosts. <laughs> it frosts. Really carbonated. Yeah. But yeah, that was or the the, the ever famous uh, I forget the exact name, but like a Johnny Jump Up or something, or J- Jimmy Jump Up, or it's Harp. Uh, it's the uh, it's a uh, cider and a shot of uh, like Jameson whiskey or something. Oh, wow. Oof. Oh, so tasty. Oh. Oh, there's, there's that, a number of different versions of you know taking hard alcohol and submerging it in something else, and it hides the hard alcohol. Mama. In, in forty, yeah, in about forty seconds, we'll get it from the you know chat room. I'm sure, yeah. of course. Yeah. However, we have reached the end of the show, so Ursa Hill, I'm going to hang up on you now. <laughs> 
I have so much power. So Unlimited really got- power. Shush. Oh, hi. <laughs> so since we only got a couple of suggestions, maybe we should have people keep sending them in on email. Yeah, oh. I mean, yeah. keep in mind. The, the vast majority of our... Hey, check that out. I can hit uh, Gwenora's microphone stand and really ruin the moment. Smack mm-hmm. him in the face. Um, yes, the, the higher percentage of our listenership does indeed come from the podcast audience. So please, podcast listeners, send in your suggestions for the kinds of things you just heard us discussing with the call-in people. Yes. For stuff what you would think would be interesting or humorous or informative. For us to put in our mouths. For us to put in our mouths at live on the air. <laughs> So send it into ch at vtwproductions.com. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. And of course, what? Nothing. What? What? Nothing. I'm no. not saying anything. Yes, you are. No, out, out with it. Nothing. Speak, woman. Let's let's make beer. Mead. Or mead. mead. Let's make mead. Yeah. This is indeed what we find. Now, for those of you queuing up for the Emperor's Court... I'm having a little troubleshooting with the Emperor's Court uh, streaming issues, so there'll be a brief moment where I'll be handing off to the 24-7 server, and then Emperor will be taking the stream from that. So when you don't hear us transitioning directly to Emperor's Court, which is coming up next live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, do not panic. He will be on the air shortly thereafter. You will get your dose of Emperor. Your three-hour break from internet porn is waiting for you. It'll be just a brief moment of 24-7 server between them. That means exactly. there's a lot of porn during our show then. Yes. <laughs> Duh. <But> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys have been looking at. Bow chicka bow wow. I think our bandwidth goes to hell during the show. It's not from the stream. I know, right? <laughs> well, I think Gwen's been so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a big freaking grin on his face. There, and some Video heavy... wall. Look at the grin on his face yeah, right I'm now and now you know how right we were. Seriously not looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> People are linking you stuff, aren't they? No, actually, they're not. Oh. Be afraid. I'm messing around with my accounts on MechWarrior Online. Oh, oh, I see. You are jonesing for that game so you hard. It is not it, funny. Baby. All right, kids. Thank you for tuning in. There's two hours of your life. You ain't getting back. We shall return next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. I have been Grail. I have been Gwenora. And we are out of here.